I got kind of weirded out because I was like, it's been a really long time since we've recorded. So I was almost like, how do we start these things? But I guess this is how we start these things. And then I was also thinking, you guys are going to read the title of this episode anyways, but I was thinking about our, um, is it called a jingle or intro? Yeah. And I was like, I actually, (laughs) our jingle. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like a commercial <laughs> but i genuinely really love our intro i know and every time we keep thinking about oh we should spruce it up or change it i'm just like i don't know i like it and it's, i think it goes back to us genuinely laughing yeah because we didn't we know how to do silly it. and we didn't yeah. know what to do honestly didn't know how to make an intro but we did it and yeah we created that intro ourselves Yes, we did. <laughs> I'm very proud and of us. <laughs> me too. I'm very <laughs> proud of us too. But for you guys tuning into this episode, um, you're reading the title and it's on accepting compliments. Mm-hmm. Um, and truthfully, I wanted to talk about this episode because, or the topic, um, because I was jokingly jokingly saying to Sandy, is it just us or is anyone else having difficulty in accepting <laughs> compliments? <laughs> and I felt as if it wasn't until now, for some weird reason, that I can accept a compliment without wanting to like crawl under a rock and die almost. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. now I find is such a weird behavior to have it's yeah it's even like for me it'd be like blushing and embarrassment yeah and like Like, i turned pink easy and then mm -hmm. what was worse about it which would make me more embarrassed is people would be like why are you blushing would notice fuck (laughs) yeah it's like stop don't point it out (laughs) exactly and you know i also didn't know how to structure this topic because to me, it's still this new revelation I'm having <laughs> in accepting compliments and saying thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to trace it back. And I had mentioned this to Sandy, but I had to trace it back to um, being younger and being raised in like an Asian. I don't know if this is all Asian people, but in my Filipino household where it's almost not frowned upon i would say but it's almost taboo to -hmm. talk about yourself Mm. and if you are um yeah you're being boastful and there literally is no other way that's it's accepted in any other way in my toxic filipino cultural world (laughs) And, and i think it's only now that we're kind of getting open to it because um, we have like a whole new generation of Filipinos that mm-hmm. are accepting mm-hmm. how we fit in this world. Whereas we had immigrant parents that came into this world and didn't feel like they belonged. On Where, that topic, mm-hmm. I think too with, I don't know if this was like this for your family, mm-hmm. but um, I think a lot of the times when it's hard to accept a com- um, accept compliments, it's because we had mentioned this before, self-esteem issues, right? You don't feel like you're good mm-hmm. enough. And so... Mm-hmm living in a very traditional asian household with my dad being the first generation to canada Mm -hmm. i'd come home from school and be like oh dad i got 100 (laughs) percent on my math exam and he'd be like that's it that's it yeah (laughs) 
I got a hundred percent. And it's like, well, you could have got like a hundred and five percent. I'm like, how? There's not even bonus question. You know? <laughs> even a hundred percent was never enough. And yeah. so when you're exposed to that all the time from your parents, for example, someone, mm-hmm. people that you trust mm-hmm. and you value their opinion. Right. People you trust, which yeah. is like the big thing. Yeah. It's hard yeah. to now when you get someone else saying like, oh my God, you did such a good job. You're like, did I though? Yeah, you're unsure. <laughs> my parents you, don't think so. <laughs> yeah, you don't think, you can't understand if it's a real compliment or if it's a backhanded compliment. Mm-hmm. And that also um, leads to our topic on mean girls. Yeah, yeah. I mean, or just like that toxic junior high, high school environment. Yeah, which which is bred from insecurity, right? You're like mm-hmm. you're trying to figure out where you fit in, and it's like that scene we were talking about where she literally compliments her and goes, "You're you're really pretty," and she's like, "Thank you." You're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, so you think you're really pretty?" Yeah, <laughs> it's like exactly. Oh, you just said I was, so I guess so. Yeah, but it is crazy. And now I'm just thinking about that movie in general to see somebody who was how do you see her name katie the main character Lindsay lohan oh yeah come from most likely having completely healthy self-esteem yeah because of the way her parents raised, raised her, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah to to almost think about things other than herself so it's mm-hmm. a little bit easier for her and then to come into a place where you're surrounded by people that only think about themselves right and then that breeds onto you like there's something wrong with you which then also um makes me um what's the word kind of transition into like the imposter syndrome Mm -hmm, type mm -hmm. of mentality where you're in an environment that you are in but you don't believe you should be in now for mean girls with katie it's almost like would it be the opposite but it's like being in this environment where you're like, what the fuck? I guess I'll just conform and right. become Put these people to survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like you think about high school or junior high, whatever it is, when you're, you know, in your younger years and you feel like you may have been a confident kid and then you come into this like cesspool of insecurity (laughs) right and you're just like is this how i have to be to fit in yeah and then it's not until you get out of that environment and become an adult and step into your own world that hopefully you bounce back from that or you kind of find yourself i think initially it's probably hard because you know say you're an adult you're in your career now or you're working or whatever and someone comes up to you and compliments you mm-hmm. is that the back of your mind if they're being <laughs> genuine or you know are they I hate being, that. yeah like are they being sarcastic or are they just fucking with your feelings and mm-hmm. right like because kids are mean kids are mean and i wonder if that's just a female thing it might be right I, I think it's if it is in both sexes it's predominantly in women i think so too and, and we were talking about this how it's just a societal thing to create um what's the word scarce scarcity is that the word mm. in any industry or in any position for women because it's so mm-hmm. it's seen so few and far between 
women being in like CEO positions and whatnot that we feel like we have to fight for the only quote unquote only position that's out there when it's not. Um, And maybe maybe that's why I feel a little bit more comfortable doing it now because we are seeing this rise of women in powerful positions, Mm -hmm. women that aren't um, living their lives conventionally. Um, We're starting to see women that are kind of like us who from in my perspective married no children potentially not gonna have one yeah and career driven and that it's okay and that they're doing okay in their lives they didn't Mm -hmm. have to sacrifice a love life or sacrifice you know being um an optimist right um or happy or give up a career of their dreams because they needed to be a mother exactly or a you know a housewife exactly so maybe that I could also attribute being comfortable to compliments now because there isn't this widespread imposter syndrome mm-hmm. of being a career-driven woman because it's seen a lot more now, I guess, mm-hmm. and a lot more women are more outspoken about it. So that's why I like this doing these episodes is such therapy because you say things out loud and then you realize, like, oh my god, <laughs> is that what's been happening like, this whole time? Oh, okay. Because I kept telling Sandy like I don't want to keep saying that it's because I'm thirty or I'm over thirty now that mm-hmm. just magically I didn't give a fuck about anything else anymore. That I was just cool with like how I am as a human being. But no, I think it's. I guess quite a few things mm-hmm. that uh, was like the perfect storm of scenarios. Sorry, my battery just said it was going to die. Anyways, now I feel like I almost just spoke the entire topic out and oh, there's nothing no. else to talk okay, about. Okay, so I do have a question. <laughs> yeah. We can both agree that we're more comfortable with accepting compliments now. But is there something that still makes you uncomfortable hearing? Like a particular compliment? Mm. A particular compliment. I'm trying to think now. Um, hmm. Hmm. I have one. Well, I can tell it while you're thinking. Yeah. And... I think I know why it makes me so uncomfortable, but I'll get to that. So the most uncomfortable one is when people come up to me and they realize that I'm a nurse. (laughs) Yeah. And because of the pandemic, they're like, oh my God, thank you so much for all that you do. Like, you're such a hero. And I'm like, I say thank you to make them not feel bad for complimenting me. Right. But I'm standing there or sitting there listening to them say thank you for all that you do. And then I wonder have I really done anything? Mm. <laughs> and I haven't gone any, like I haven't really done anything over the top until mm-hmm. recently. I haven't really worked with COVID patients. Mm-hmm. Hmm, so that's a good you're one. thanking me for a service that I've done for the last eight years that hasn't really changed with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like I don't feel deserving of the compliment. Cause I'm like, hmm, I have I really done that. anything? <laughs> I could see that. But I mean, you did work through the entire pandemic, even I, though there's this like this virus going out and killing people. Yeah, I did work most right. of it. Yeah. So I'm trying to But think. maybe and also maybe it's because like prior to the pandemic, no one really recognized us for what we did. So now hearing 
the compliments and the thank yous mm-hmm. and you guys do such a great job and you work so hard and you deserve a raise it's like oh mm-hmm. now we're recognized i mean right i think it's for me it's just like i'm not i'm not a covid relief nurse right there's those right. nurses that are out there working in like new york for example right yeah right where i'm like shit those are the ones that have the n95 mask on all day and have like the pressure sores on their noses or their mm-hmm. cheeks from having to wear that mask all day or the icu nurses that are you know working with triple their workload to care oh for these COVID patients and no. i'm like mm, that's not really me <laughs> now that i'm hearing you say that i feel like such a dick because i don't say thank you for your service <laughs> to well i don't i don't think you need to i've never thought about that and now i'm almost okay maybe this is a pessimistic thing to say but for people that say that do you think they say that to make themselves feel better so that they have recognized somebody's sacrifice during this time does that make any sense like Maybe, I, I think some of them say it because they hear other people say it. So they're like, oh, right. I should say it too, which is right. what you would be doing. So don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm, but. I'm trying to think. I don't think I've been like, thank you for your service. Yeah, I, I think it's more genuine when it comes from like the husband of someone who's in hospital with COVID. Right. Who they can't see right now because, you know their restricted access because of covid and so they call you and they say thank you for everything that you're doing right like that i find more genuine Mm -hmm. yeah because it's more um intentional rather than just like oh nurse thank you for like i don't even know what your specialty is (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. so to just you don't even know if i work with covid or not you just yes oh you're a nurse i could be you know (laughs) I could not even do anything that saves lives, maybe. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm doing something else, you know? I don't know. Maybe I'm a nurse behind a desk. <laughs> True. <laughs> you know, so... Yeah. yeah. I could see that. I could definitely see how that's kind of weird. It's still awkward when the family member calls, and I just happen to pick up the phone, and the primary nurse is busy, and they say thank you to me. And oh. I'm like, oh, man, I haven't done anything. So <laughs> I just picked up the that. phone. <laughs> I just picked up the phone. I'm very undeserving of this compliment, but Damn. thank you. <laughs> Wild. Okay, I'm trying to think now. I, I've, I'm just like an awkward person in general, so everything <laughs> feels awkward to me. But I well, will has, say something like in hind, like now I don't feel awkward. But something I did at the very beginning was after, I, and I think I've said this to you before, after um, acquiring the business that I have now, and people mm-hmm. were saying congratulations and all these mm-hmm. things to me, and I I don't know if I actually fully said thank you to a lot of people because for me it felt wrong because I hadn't done anything yet. I literally mm. just bought the business yeah so like to say congratulations i get it that people are like it's a big um step but Mm -hmm. to me i was like i didn't it wasn't an accomplishment for me yet yeah and i think maybe that is my relationship with money like Mm. i bought it that doesn't mean i deserved it like i don't think money equates to deserving things if that makes any sense like you can buy anything like yeah you bought it but you haven't put any work into sustaining exactly 
Yeah, exactly. So I've started to notice now when people say stuff, congratulations to me, I'm like, oh, thank you. Cause yeah, because like, you're now how many months in and yeah. things are going well. Yeah. And like shit hit the fan really hard oh, yeah. in the beginning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and got over that. So I think when things feel very premature, mm. I think it's hard. Yeah, I think to... that's, yeah, that's similar then. Definitely. Yeah. But I guess that also is kind of the same as being insecure. Mm-hmm. Or like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the self-esteem. It's, it's not feeling like mm-hmm. you're deserving of that compliment because you don't believe that about yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't believe that the compliment I could is see that. Factual. I could see that about my situation, but yours, I feel like you're being realistic because like you said... Or is that wrong for you to kind of separate yourself from the group of nurses? Well, I guess if you I have mean, this perspective that more I guess all of us had to deal with COVID at some point. Right. But I guess I just didn't feel like I deserved the compliment because if one of my patients tested positive for COVID, they'd go off to the COVID unit. I wasn't I part see. of the nurses that were redeployed to right. those units who were day in, day out, 12 hours a day working with COVID patients mm-hmm. you know i had my regular patient load covid mm-hmm. was sent somewhere else so i never and again until recently when there was yeah. an outbreak on one of the units that i'm working on i never really had to deal with covid that closely mm-hmm. See, so, so i don't feel like i'm not what have i really it, contributed outside of what my regular job is i haven't done anything see, extra and that's where i don't think it's a bad thing and I wouldn't equate saying you're not deserving of that compliment to insecurity. So what would that necessarily be? Like, you're just realistic. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's just what it is. Like, I guess mm-hmm. we've created then, this. I feel yeah. bad. Like, I accept the compliment from people because I don't want them to feel bad. So I say, yeah, oh, thank yeah, you so yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> And like for patients that call about their loved ones that aren't my patients, I'll say, oh, and thank you for, you know, being so patient with us. And Mm -hmm. we can understand how difficult a time this is, but Mm -hmm. it's weird. See, so is it like, uh, so I guess there's like a fine line between being realistic (laughs) and... and having low self-esteem and having low self-esteem yeah because i wouldn't say it's not because i'm self-conscious about my nursing abilities it's just that you know the reality of it yeah and i haven't worked directly with covid patients so i think other people deserve those compliments the whole healthcare hero thing right should go to the people that are working directly with covid patients and so i feel like that's confidence in knowing what you bring to the table like where your place is Hmm. in all of this so now i'm just having like this really weird like maybe this is too deep to think about (laughs) but like (laughs) but do we really need to compliment each other or is that just all a facade that we do just to make ourselves feel better right yeah i was gonna say that do we just right do like it to make ourselves feel better yeah 
like we want to feel good about making somebody else feel good so it's just like this endless circle of people accepting things that aren't really theirs Hmm. to make the other person feel good because i'm just like listening to your scenario and it's like you could easily be like oh well i'm not a covid nurse but then it makes the other person feel stupid and it's like well then don't just openly generalize nurses understand and maybe i sound like a dick but it's like understand where everyone's place is and it could just be ignorance on their part that they think that we're all dealing with covid and in the same manner yeah when in fact it's only a portion of us that are especially here it's true there's been barely any covid until recently until omicron hit Mm -hmm. we've had barely any covid here so I've been mm-hmm. lucky to not have to deal with it. Right. But then, you know, Omicron came and it went everywhere. So. So interesting. Now that I'm thinking about it. Or am I just but justifying? Do you think people, <laughs> I think people also compliment. I don't know. Maybe I'm trying to like, I'm just thinking about the mean girl thing again. Right. When they mm-hmm. compliment. With okay, I'm trying to think the proper you- intention. Yeah, I'm but, trying to yeah, think, why, like, do you... why do I compliment? I think because I on, I truthfully compliment things because I genuinely like something. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, right. I'm trying to think of, because I don't, I guess I don't see many people anymore. <laughs> I'm like trying to think of someone <laughs> that I've complimented in person. But I'm thinking about watching someone's Instagram story and you see something that you think is beautiful or gorgeous right. or really appealing to you and you yeah. compliment it. Right. And it's usually because I'm like, oh my god, I love that. Ooh, I wonder. Okay, so during the pandemic, there's this whole um, kind of, I guess it's a trend, of people basically filtering out their Instagram, taking out the stuff they didn't want to look at, putting in more things they wanted to. Do you think that, because we both did that. Yeah, we did. That maybe that's why we have such, what's the word, conviction in our compliments? (laughs) (laughs) I love that word. It's like my new favorite word. Do you know what I mean though? Like it could it's be. not like our compliments aren't just like I'm going to throw that out there just to throw it out there. Mhm. But it's like they have actual intention and You it's know what genuine. I mean? Yeah, it's genuine because like I started to notice some people and the way they behaved and their um irritations about certain things. Mhm were kind of based on things they were looking at on instagram and it's like i just sit there sounding like an asshole where i'm like sorry i can't relate because like i actually (laughs) like my instagram (laughs) you know and it serves me so maybe that could be why we have a more realistic view of where we um stand with things because i Mm -hmm. think instagram could be imposter syndrome in itself if you don't see enough of things that that you belong to right and you just follow the nonsense (laughs) yeah and then you just feel conflicted like am i supposed to dress this way am i supposed to look like that should i know about this i don't know who this person is Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where it's like how you laugh and you're like i don't know about the kardashians i really don't (laughs) because i don't i don't know what's happening what's happening (laughs) and you can laugh about it because you were intentional about what you put into in your in front of your face but if you're not intentional about it and you're kind of just following the trend you feel almost embarrassed 
to not know about what's going on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. instead of embracing it, that that's just not something that's important to you yeah and that leads us to the other aspect was uh cognitive dissonance where it's like yeah. that's not really who you are but your instagram feed doesn't reflect who you are mm-hmm. and we've talked about this before and i'm pretty sure if we look back at the previous um episode or previous season we talked about cognitive dissonance and we talked about mm-hmm. changing our instagrams yeah because i think i touched really quickly on um like eating disorders quickly mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. right yeah and a lot of that for me personally now i can attribute to changing my instagram feed to seeing more thicker women Mm-hmm. Um, women that looked like me, that had the same body type as me, that were dressing like me, and it felt yeah. better. So now I can kind of see why it could be hard to accept compliments for some people now if they didn't weed out their Instagram, which is something we look at all the time now. Yeah, is our phone. Huh. It's crazy how influenced we are by those types of things. And, like, it's happening mm-hmm. to us and we're older. But imagine all the very influential, mm-hmm. um, impressionable, sorry, yeah. like, preteens who see those things. It's true. It's true. And you hope... Maybe it's almost like speeding up high school for them. Yeah. Cause, right? Because in high school, you were surrounded by so many different people, which you could essentially say is like a bunch of accounts on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And you're trying mm-hmm. to figure out who you are, but it's almost like, yeah, microwaving the scenario. And to top it off, with COVID, when everything was remote learning, all they right. had was social media. Right. Huh. <laughs> so it almost like... Okay, that's interesting because when I talk to my clients that have children i'm almost like oh i feel bad because they didn't have a normal high school experience but it's like they did just virtually virtually mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and then you do realize is that better or worse or is it the proper way for this generation because of how they came into this world like we don't get it because we didn't start off with technology right right but they it's all they know I feel though like technology also gives kids and adults the opportunity to you know how there's liquid courage with alcohol Mm -hmm. yeah there's like a digital courage behind a screen that's true right whereas I feel like when we were kids if you were beefing with somebody (laughs) you'd you'd fucking you get deal shit on the playground you know it's true if you had the courage to say something insulting to the person to their face, you mm-hmm. know, you'd scrap it out and call it a day. But now, true with the technology that's available, you can make fake accounts. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you're not going to see this person because they're on the other side of the world. We can see that in comments alone, right? Right, right. There's so much more courage with being protected by a screen. True. And, and being anonymous. True. So it it brings us to like physical versus the mental. Yeah, so it's always do, like I that. wonder, I actually wonder if it's harder or easier for the younger generation to accept compliments based on yeah. self-esteem. Cuz do they or, feel more insecure about themselves because they see, they have so much more access to celebrities who have the money and the time to mm-hmm 
put into their physical appearance mm-hmm. or have people like the Kardashians encouraged right. the younger generation to be more confident? I, I almost I actually feel don't like, know. yeah, I almost feel biased in saying that, uh, I don't know. Because I'm just thinking now in terms of like being conditioned, conditioned to believe that mm. you're supposed to look a certain way, but also that you're supposed to respond in a certain way if somebody compliments you. Like we see a lot of it in the way people... Um, greet each other like when you're like yes yes queen oh, and it's right. like right. it's very conditioned right is that even real do you actually believe like are you actually complimenting that person or are you just so used to saying that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's why I'm just like I don't know if I would buy that the new generation or like that this generation that grew up with technology and social media would be as comfortable in their skin. Or do you think it's a heightened imposter syndrome? Mm, yeah. I... <sighs> <laughs> See, and that's why sometimes, like now, I watch myself when I say things like, oh, they have it easier, or we had it harder, or like comparing mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. because the world is so different, and I'm only experiencing their world at this age, with this maturity, with the experience right. that I've had. So I would never understand what it's like to grow up in that um, world so quickly. But you'd hope that the parents that are raising these kids are around our age and have hopefully matured in the way that they have to be aware enough to tri- to raise their kids. Yeah, we, we can hope. <laughs> we, can we hope. can do. <laughs> <laughs> we can hope and that they're not just like repeating a cycle of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and almost repeating the cycle of relation because i could be at i could be 30 and i could be raising a teenage girl right now and i could relate to my daughter because of how i physically experienced something in high school mm-hmm. and how she's mentally f- experiencing something in high school or junior high instead of cutting it there and understanding what my experience was in high school and what I learned from it and telling her what she would learn from the scenario. Do you get what I mean? Like sometimes I think we worry too much about being buddy buddy with this younger (laughs) generation instead of taking it upon ourselves, not to sun them, but to kind of tell them what we went through and then for them to take what we went through to relate or empathize right. in their scenario. Um, and I only say that because I have a few young clients that come in and they're like 14, 15, 16. And they're coming in to get like their brows done because that's just a thing. Holy right? Shit. Like, yeah, like getting their brows threaded or like shaped or tinted and all these things. And it's like a microwave of growing up so fast 14 yeah and it's almost like you think about those parents and instead of um taking away from what they may have learned from their high school experience they're relating to their children their own insecurity yeah right isn't that classic it's it's 
kind of crazy instead of just being like, well, fuck, that's what I went through, too. And it's like, do you let your kid just go through it or do you go, well, I don't want my kid to go through that. I had to go through it. But you don't know what they're going through. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're a completely different kid. They're around completely different people, a different world. It's not the same scenario. This is why I don't want to have kids yet. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. you're just like, you're hoping that you don't um, press on them any insecurities. And that often happens. That's a mm-hmm. very common thing that parents do. Yeah. And I would say that's what happened to us, right? Like us oh, not yeah. being able to accept compliments mm-hmm. was just like an a hard thing for parents to feel worthy or immigrant parents to feel worthy right. in a country that wasn't for them or mm-hmm. didn't didn't look at them equally so it is right. a deep imposter syndrome and it's not until i would probably say how my parents well, my parents ages now at 60 something where they almost feel or they speak with a certain um confidence now yeah yeah i'm just like damn imagine if that's how you were raising me (laughs) how different yeah i wonder how different it would be how different it would be. like if if your parents were to have a kid now how -hmm. would they raise them differently yeah and i i can see that in because i have two older siblings and Mm -hmm. i can see that in the confidence that i had growing up versus my sister's confidence growing up Mm -hmm. because my parents were like in their early 20s having her and then my parents were 30 having me right so like completely different um self-esteem yeah and mentality probably yeah so it's just (laughs) an endless cycle all over again um but yeah, I think that's pretty much the episode because we went in a really good full circle. <laughs> into we did. We did. Kind of talking through it. And now I think at the end of this episode, I think there's more people that would probably agree to um, not being able to accept compliments. And after... like examples of not accepting a compliment are being like, mm. oh, no, it's, it's no big deal. Or thanks, but it was nothing, really. Yes. That's like deflecting. Yeah. So you may not even not being able that to you're accept doing it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then you always have just have to ask yourself why. Why can't I just accept this mm-hmm. compliment? And I started asking myself that. And I was like, why yeah. can't I accept it? Just and start saying thank you. Just just and do like it. not <laughs> just just say thank you. <laughs> and not Thanks. feel bad about it. <laughs> And don't feel pressured to give one back because you also don't want to give back, um, like, an yeah disingenuine like, compliment. Yeah, because if you if you research this online like we did, there's a lot of articles and documents that say that you should return the compliment. However, I it's weird to me. Yeah. I don't then it's know like, if I subscribe also, to the fake it till you make it thing. Yeah. And like, if I were to give you a compliment and then you were to give me a compliment back, I would feel like your compliment isn't genuine. Is it? Yeah. Because you're just <laughs> saying you, it because I complimented you. You're and then you're back into to, this like, 
what the fuck? Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Do we just keep going? Do I compliment her back again and then again oh, no, and then no, back and forth? No, no, you look great. No, 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 you look great. Yeah, those conversations <laughs> right? where you're like, holy shit, shut up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, we both look great. Yeah, or end it like that. Like, yeah. Cut it there. Because there was a... Um, in the article where they're saying like people or we brought up how people fish for compliments yes there's in that, that too. kind of way so fishing really would be <laughs> like if you just did a performance and they someone compliments you and then you're like oh no i thought my performance was crap yeah and, and then just and then that's <laughs> just fishing for more compliments because now the person that compliments you is like fuck do i see something else to make <laughs> yeah. you feel better <laughs> yeah and then this is this endless cycle of do you know when to stop yeah yeah just say thank you just say thank you and move on is our best tip for accepting yeah. <laughs> because we're still just like in all our other topics still trying to work through all these things that we're just discovering this is true this is because this is the tip of the iceberg for accepting compliments i honestly just started accepting compliments properly mm, where i'm just me like too. in the last like actually australia oh really is when i would say that i'd started mm, i wonder why that could be um is it environment i think environment i think my friends there too like indie for example mm-hmm. is very big on compliments mm-hmm. um she'd always say something nice to me every time she saw me and it was just learning to be like yeah you're right mm-hmm. my hair is nice today yeah you know, i'm having a good <laughs> hair day and i love it um, right or like even just people commenting on your personality mm-hmm. and then i also think um at that point i had done a lot of my career already so when people mm-hmm. hear what i've done in my career for a short period of time mm-hmm. they're usually always like oh my god and so initially it was kind of oh but now i'm just like yeah thank you i have done well yeah. thank you <laughs> and we so just time i think and time, experience experience yeah experience is a big one and um taking accountability for your decisions or doing things that you want to do yeah and like actually taking that risk again that's probably what it is for me Mm -hmm. i can say too and probably for you is making a decision doing it and accepting the consequences whether that's good or bad Mm -hmm. so and it was it's like our other episode in season one about being unapologetically you mm -hmm. when you take that step it's just easier i think because then you're not you're not doubting no who you are or what they're saying about you right no things are more in line yeah Yeah. you know your truest intentions and i think maybe that's where the cognitive dissonance comes in too is if you haven't found your group of people that know your truest intentions Mm -hmm. right and um that's what i actually wanted to ask i remember now mm -hmm. is do you feel more comfortable receiving a compliment from like someone you know or a stranger? Hmm. Now, mm-hmm. with the the circle of people that I have around me now, I feel mm-hmm. a lot more accepting of compliments for sure. Strangers, yeah, I 
Oh, I don't know if I could choose between the two because I think they came around at the same time. Okay, yeah. Or maybe I was just more aware maybe. Of, of the compliments. Whereas like in that uh also in that article they brought up how you could have fifty five compliments said to you or positive things said to you and it just takes the one negative thing that will stick in your mind. Yeah, that's true too. Right? And I think it wasn't until I had a consistent circle around me of people that I genuinely believe or that really know my truest intentions and know who I am as a person that I then started to notice the compliments mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. strangers and people around me. So I wouldn't say either or. Uh, but I will say probably find yourself a friend that gives you a compliment and you deflect it and they're like, fucking just accept it already yeah like i've had yes. a friend that said that to me like oh my god just take it I'm like okay thank you <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes it's worth it to be that person that's just like okay you look great just take just accept. the compliment yeah yeah jeez like move on <laughs> yeah it's good to have someone like that yeah and not take and not do the the circle of compliments mm. back and forth because mm. you guys don't know how to end it like mm-hmm just be honest and move on from the the conversation. But uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I don't. We touched on. I don't think so. I don't think so either. High expectations. Oh yeah. I mean, we just touched on it a little bit, but it's something that I want would want to yeah end the episode on or emphasize a bit more is the whole accountability thing because in this mm -hmm. article that we're referencing which is from medium.com brings up that when you deflect a compliment the pressure's off you don't mm -hmm. have to take um yeah you don't have to take on whether or not it works out or it doesn't work maybe that's what i was doing when people were like congratulations and i was deflecting yeah because, I was because like, if like, this fails, it fails yeah yeah if this fails then i have to take accountability for it um which i guess i'm just lucky that it didn't fail yet <laughs> so <laughs> i've been able to sit in it and and t accept the compliments now but i guess that's just not a very healthy way to live which is the low self-esteem part of things mm-hmm um but yeah take accountability for the decisions you make and i think um it all I comes that, full circle all yeah it. it comes full circle and it comes hand in hand in terms of like low self-esteem because you feel um what's the word um empowered when you make right. a decision and you stand by it um and accept that there may be a failure like it may be a failure or it might succeed I think that's it for this topic, mm -hmm. unless there's something else you want to talk about. <laughs> no, I think that's it. <laughs> okay. Our second attempt at this episode. Oh, yeah. I hope this saves. If this saves, you're listening to this now, obviously. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, that's all. So, accept the compliments, people. Mm -hmm. Say, Say thank, thank you, you and move on. <laughs> okay. And call out your friends that don't know how. Yeah, call it your friends that don't know how, or find new friends. <laughs> that too. Find find a new We're environment to be in. Never too old to find new friends. Yeah, you're never too old. And if you you're young and you're listening to this episode, 
and you can relate to the scenario just know that it it gets better and you'll yeah. be fine we always say it that gets better. it gets better it gets better <laughs> you'll be fine and just worry about you and figure out who you are okay well that's enough okay. of me blabbing on <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks for listening guys thanks Bye-bye. bye bye